You know there is a meme online and it is a poll with a question who calls you daily. The options are A partner, B parents, C friends and D Bajaj finance. Which one do you think has the most votes? Take a wild guess. But for real, their calls are inescapable and that is because they are relentless. And that partially explains why the company boasts of a loan book worth 28 billion dollars. You see, Bajaj Finance is a baby of the call center era. What makes it stand out is how it has been still using tele-selling successfully despite the advent of so many innovative ways of digital marketing. A senior executive at a prominent non-banking financial company told Arundhati Ramanathan, the deputy editor at the Ken, and I'm quoting, "No one does call centers the way Bajaj does. It runs them at an industrial level." End quote. But as true as that statement is, there is no denying the fact how irritating these calls are. And if you think the company does not realize this, well, you are quite wrong. They are fully aware of it. They even updated their governance mechanism in 2022 to ensure that no customers receive more than two calls a month. I'll tell you more about it later in the episode. But here is what is interesting about Bajaj Finance. More than half of the loans that it gives are to the existing base of customers alone. Usually, for any other non-bank, this is much lesser. Now, despite the massive size of its loan book, surprisingly, Bajaj Finance has been growing at a phenomenal rate of 30%, and that has been the case for years. But now, Bajaj Finance has become a prisoner of its own growth rate. It has to maintain that level anyhow. but its pesky calls are also facing quite the backlash these days so what is bajaj finance going to do like arundhati says it looks like there is no way of escaping these calls from bajaj finance in the near future so today let us look at this very well oiled machinery that is at the core of the company's telecalling system welcome to daybreak a business podcast from the ken i'm your host nigdha sharma and i don't chase the news cycle instead Thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Wednesday, the 12th of April. other lenders bajaj finance has many ways to acquire borrowers it uses its 4000 plus branches and 150000 point of sale networks it employs field agents sends emails sms's and contacts digitally through its website and app but the one sales channel that has managed to maintain its relevance through the decades is its team of nearly 5000 outsourced call center agents Bajaj Finance has over 50 products from loans dedicated to doctors to loans for getting a hair transplant and everything in between. A former Bajaj executive told Arundhati that on an average nearly half of these loans to existing customers are pitched via phone calls. When the Ken contacted Bajaj Finance, they told us that they added 
10 million customers to their formal financial system in the last three years. They also told us that they get a dominant portion of the loans through their point-of-sale network and digital assets. They said, and I'm quoting, loans originated by our call centers and direct selling agents account for a relatively smaller number. Our existing customers account for two-thirds of our point-of-sale financing transactions and almost all of it happens through EMI cards. End quote. Also, like I told you earlier, after the backlash against these relentless calls, last year, Bajaj Finance even updated its governance mechanism to make sure that no customer receives more than two calls a month. But if you go just by numbers, it does not seem like the volume of calls have actually gone down. In the last quarter of 2022, Bajaj Finance added over 3 million customers and gave out 7.8 million new loans. Now, according to a former senior Bajaj executive, with this level of growth, the volume of calls is unlikely to have gone down. And that is because call centers are among its top sales channels. But while these numbers sound super impressive, it also means that Bajaj Finance has to maintain this rate of growth. For a company with a loan book its size, that is not easy. In January this year, when Bajaj Finance published its December quarter numbers, it said that its interest income grew by 27% to $2.7 billion. But guess what? The market still punished it with an 8% fall in its stock prices on that particular day. Like an analyst told Arundhati, Bajaj Finance is a prisoner of its own growth. So how does the company plan to keep up with this growth rate? Stay tuned to find out. Bajaj Finance's plan is quite simple. Keep adding customers and sell more to them. The non-bank is also working on getting more traffic to its website and app as a part of its omni-channel strategy. It also has 66 million customers in its franchise and it hopes to touch the 100 million mark in the next five years. In a call with analysts after its December quarter results, Rajiv Jain, the managing director of Bajaj Finance, had said, and I'm quoting, I don't think we need to reinvent anything. We've got to keep mining customers. End quote. But this very pushy approach can backfire. An NBFC executive told us how. They said that usually when a customer gets bombarded by calls in this manner, they will shut down all types of communication, not just with that company, but the entire industry. Another challenge is the regulatory risk. On 27th of March, the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India, or TRI, held a review meeting with the top telcos in the country to discuss steps to stop unsolicited commercial communication and discuss the use of AI to clamp down on it. But Bajaj has built this almost foolproof system of telecalling for itself over years. And clearly, so far it has paid off. So even if it has to change it, it will surely require some time. Coming up next, we take a closer look at Bajaj Finance's telecalling mechanism.
Bajaj Finance has been playing the long game when it comes to telecalling. The company invested in understanding who to call. Usually, a Bajaj customer tends to pick up calls more than other lenders' telecallers. A former executive of the company told us that Bajaj has 40 to 45 percent connectivity success, where people pick up their calls compared to the 30 or 40 percent for others. And how do you think Bajaj managed to do this? By playing smart, of course. It worked with caller ID verification companies such as Truecaller in 2021 to get its number in the allow list. Usually, when a user tags a number as spam, the number flashes in red as spam. But as it turns out, it can be reversed to green. And then two Bajaj executives also told us that even if there is a 0.01% chance of getting someone to take a loan, Bajaj telecallers will put their 100% into that. In fact, even though 40% of people may pick up the calls, only 1% actually take the loans. But what about the Do Not Disturb or DND guidelines? Any company that violates DND guidelines on purpose could risk having their phone lines cut as penalty. Turns out, these calls from Bajaj Finance are not only made via the call centers. Even the army of Bajaj's field agents has access to the customer database and they keep trying to reach out to customers. And it does not matter to them if they are on the DND list or not because they call from their mobile phones. By simply switching phone numbers from one to another, they escape the DND trap, which was anyway not laid out too well. And not just this. Bajaj Finance also gives its agents month-end targets based on which they get incentives. Plus, Bajaj does not mind spending on getting quality agents. It acquired close to 3,000 seats from TCS eServe, which is a call centre partner, inclusive of agent and equipment cost, for 51,000 rupees per seat. But the average cost of a seat in the market is about 25 to 30,000. But why is Bajaj paying more? Because it demanded that TCS only put graduates and postgraduates to the task. And that is because the communication skills of these agents is much better. The company also exercises a lot of control on its call centre partners in terms of work and payroll policies. The company is also expanding its call centre operations across eight two-tier cities where costs could be half of what it pays in metros. And right now, even though Bajaj Finance is investing in creating and maintaining digital channels to reach out to customers, aggressive calling has proved to be a more dependable method and it is unlikely that Bajaj is going to give it up anytime soon. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien. 